You are listening to the Less Drama, More Mama podcast, episode 141. People please, don't people please. This is Less Drama, More Mama, the podcast for moms who want to feel calm, in control, and confident about how to handle anything life throws their way. If you're ready to go from feeling frazzled and disrespected to feeling calm and connected, this is the podcast for you. I'm your host, Pam Howard. Welcome to the show, Mama. I'm so glad you're here today because we are talking about something that affects about 95% of my clients, which means it probably affects you too. We're talking about being a people pleaser. Now, I did a show a while back about raising a people pleaser. But this topic comes up so much with my clients, I wanted to devote another episode to it. Today, I want to address what people-pleasing is, why so many moms do it, why it's a problem, because make no mistake, it is a problem, and most importantly, how you can break the habit. So a people-pleaser is someone who tries to please others often at the expense of his or her own needs or desires, in order to feel liked and accepted. Now, there's nothing wrong with wanting to feel liked and accepted. We all have a basic human need for connection, and we're wired to want to be part of a tribe. When we feel connected to others, we unconsciously believe we're more worthy and lovable. But as I've talked about on this podcast before, Our worthiness is absolute. We all come into this world 100% worthy and lovable simply by being born. And others' opinions of us can't change that. The problem is that from a very young age, we're all conditioned to believe that we're responsible for other people's thoughts and feelings. We're taught that we have the power to make our parents, teachers, and friends feel proud ashamed, mad, sad, or hurt. We're encouraged to do acts of kindness, not necessarily because it feels good to us to be kind, but that so others will think well of us. We learn that if we don't share our toys or put others' needs first, we're being selfish, and that selfish is bad. These patterns of thinking are so ingrained in us as kids, we don't even question them as we get older. And we reason that if we're responsible for other people's feelings, other people must be responsible for ours. Many of us pick up the pattern of people-pleasing very early on in an attempt to gain our parents' attention or approval. We think that if they're happy, it means we're good. And if they're not happy, it means we're bad, there's something wrong with us, or that we're not good enough. People-pleasers think that other people's opinions of them determine their worthiness, so they're always trying to do what they think will please others, even when it displeases them. Now, the term people-pleasing is a bit misleading for two reasons. First, it sounds positive. When people are pleased, that's a good thing, right? Well, hopefully by the end of this episode, you'll agree that people-pleasing is anything but positive. The term is also misleading because it implies that we can cause another person to feel pleased, which, in fact, isn't possible. Each one of us is responsible for our own emotions, and we are the only person responsible for our emotions. 
Our own thoughts create our emotions, and other people's thoughts create theirs. It's also important not to confuse people-pleasing with being friendly and generous. They're not the same thing. People-pleasing is driven by insecurity, fear of rejection, and guilt, rather than by genuine love and care. This isn't to say that people-pleasers aren't capable of operating out of love and genuine kindness or consideration, but when they do something out of love, they're not trying to control the way the other person feels. It may not be something that they necessarily want to do, but they choose to do it from a feeling of love, not fear. There's a French proverb that says, the art of pleasing is the art of deceiving. That's because people-pleasers are skilled at deceiving others. They lie to avoid conflict and to avoid their own feelings of anxiety, discomfort, and rejection. Every time they ignore or dismiss their own truth, however, they not only damage the relationship they have with themselves, they also put strain on their relationships with other people because those relationships are based on lies. Someone may think they like you, but if you're people-pleasing, they're not even liking the real you. They're liking a fake version of you. And this perpetuates the belief that you're not worthy as you are because you have to keep pretending to be someone you're not. My mom used to be a people-pleaser. She tried keeping me and my sister quiet when my dad slept late on the weekends to try and prevent him from getting angry. She sought approval and validation through her cooking and would take scraps of food for herself and give us the bigger and better portions, putting our happiness above her own. When I asked her how she stopped being a people pleaser, she said that she finally realized no one recognized her sacrifices or appreciated her efforts, and she still couldn't make us happy all the time. She often felt resentful and thought, why am I even doing this? She told me that the more she people-pleased, the worse it got. Often, people-pleasing becomes addictive because the brain gets a reward when someone expresses their approval. As nice as that reward feels in the short term, it can leave you very disempowered, codependent, and vulnerable to attracting people into your life who will take advantage of your neediness. You'll constantly be chasing happiness outside of yourself rather than creating it from within. When you learn to feel love and approval for yourself, you'll start to feel less desperate to seek it out from others. You'll realize that while believing you've pleased others may feel good for a moment, pleasing yourself and getting your own approval feels way better in the long run and is a lot easier to hold on to. People mistakenly believe that if they focus on pleasing themselves, it means they won't be kind, considerate, or sensitive to others because they won't care what others think. But the opposite is true. Trying to control what others think and feel by lying to them isn't kind. It's manipulative. Being kind is being authentic, assertive, and then giving people space to think and feel however they want. There's a difference between being assertive and being aggressive. Assertive people express themselves in an honest and respectful way, whereas aggressive people tend to be more forceful or confrontational. There's also a difference between feeling self-confident and feeling arrogant or superior to others. Prioritizing and pleasing yourself doesn't mean you think you're better or more important than others, but that you're equally as important as others. And when you take care of yourself and prioritize your needs, 
you show up as a better, kinder, more considerate person. People also mistakenly believe that pleasing yourself is selfish. And I want to speak to this. First of all, people-pleasing is one of the most selfish things you can do because it's all about satisfying your own ego. But being selfish isn't always a bad thing. I'd like to argue that being selfish can sometimes be good and even necessary. I made a choice three months ago to take an unpaid leave of absence from my school job because I didn't feel comfortable going back to the school building. I didn't want to risk getting COVID or exposing my parents and kids. Many teachers and administrators were upset with me and thought my decision was selfish. And you know what? They were right. It was selfish. I was looking out for me because if I get sick, I'm no good to anyone, my students, my clients, or my family. So choosing to stay home was selfish, and I'm unapologetic about it. Other people can think what they want, but I felt really good about my decision to stay home until I got vaccinated, and that's what matters. I feel good about myself. Had I gone to school to appease others and try to make them happy out of fear of being judged, but inside I felt anxious, resentful, and miserable, I would not have done a good job as a school counselor. I'm not offended or upset about what others think of me. Their thoughts about me are none of my business. What other people think is about them, not me. There's a quote by Dita Von Teese that says, You can be the ripest, juiciest peach in the world, and there's still going to be someone who hates peaches. In other words, if there's a gorgeous, fresh, and flavorful peach on the tree, and I dislike peaches, it doesn't mean there's anything wrong with the peach. The peach is perfect. My opinion of peaches is about me. So imagine for a minute that the peach is a people pleaser. And the peach thinks, I'm no good. I'm not worthy. I need Pam's approval. I know, I'll just pretend to be an apple so that she'll like me. Maybe if I apologize for being a peach, that'll help. It sounds ridiculous, right? Instead of just thinking, oh, I guess not everyone likes peaches. That's okay. I don't have to try to make Pam like or accept me to feel worthy. I'm already 100% worthy as I am. And I don't have to lie or pretend to be something I'm not. I don't have to become this needy, creepy peach. I can be solid in my belief that I'm enough and give myself approval instead of trying to manipulate Pam to do it for me. By the way, I do love peaches. Okay, so if you have been in the habit of people deceiving for a long time, you may not even know who you are anymore. You may have neglected yourself for so long, feel resentful, irritable, anxious, miserable, lost, or trapped. The first step to breaking this habit is to consider the idea that it's possible for you to stop seeking approval from others and start giving it to yourself. What would it take for you to get your own approval? In what ways and in what areas do you already approve of yourself in your life right now? What do you need to start or stop doing in order to gain your own approval in the future? You can also start telling the truth and asserting yourself in small ways. For example, you can send back a meal at a restaurant that isn't to your liking. You can allow your kids to be disappointed about something without trying to fix it. You can say no to plans that interfere with your self-care rather than putting yourself last again. 
as you begin to overcome your people-pleasing tendencies, it'll be hard because people who have come to expect certain behavior from you might not be happy. Expect that and remind yourself that it's okay. Over time, you'll experience an amazing freedom that comes from being authentic and honest with yourself and others. Here are some thoughts for you to practice as you work through this. I'm not responsible for how others feel. I'm responsible for how I feel. Not everyone will like me, and that's okay. Other people will judge me, and that's okay. Pleasing myself and telling the truth matters. I'm capable of learning to feel confident and love myself exactly as I am. I can assert myself and still be respectful and kind at the same time. Taking care of myself first is a gift I give to others. And a little discomfort in the short term is worth the freedom and peace I'll feel in the long term. If this is an issue for you, please be patient and compassionate with yourself. I'm going to link to a few other episodes about how to say no, set boundaries, and that one about raising a people pleaser. If you'd like to get personalized help with this from me, I encourage you to sign up for a free consultation to learn how my coaching can help you start loving and approving of yourself while letting go of the fear of what others think and feel. Head to lessdramamoremama.com forward slash mini and sign up today. Then join me tomorrow night on Facebook Live at 7 p.m. Eastern to talk more about this topic and ask me any questions that you have. I'll talk to you again next week. Bye-bye. If you enjoy listening to this podcast and you're ready to feel calmer, more confident, and more at peace in your family and life, I invite you to sign up for a free consultation with me to learn about how my coaching can help you achieve the exact life you want. You'll take the concepts and tools I share in the podcast and apply them to your own life. And as your coach, I'll be there to support you every step of the way. Go to lessdramamoremama.com forward slash mini and sign up now.